When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, Ducks fans. Welcome to another episode of The Quack Report. My name's Carter. I'm joined by Nate, and we are going to talk some Ducks hockey here. I'm liking the colors today. I, I just noticed what you were wearing. It's good. Very unintentionally purple and orange, I just realized as well. I, yeah. I kid you not. I had, like when I texted you, I was cleaning up. I was having a shower. So oh, yeah. I was, you're, so you're cleaning yeah, up yourself. Like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I, I I guess it's some people are just like, oh fuck yeah, whatever. He's having a shower. I normally shower in the morning, so today it was just not. I, I didn't shower right away. I guess. Yeah. So just wanted wanted to be a stinky boy today. It's all yeah, good. it I happens a I little bit. So, but I mean, I was just at home today. I haven't left yeah. the house. So. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So it sounds like such a fucking hermit, but it's <laughs> like our, our our Wednesdays is I have no class, so it's me like trying to catch up on homework and then get ready for the show tonight. So yeah. But yeah, but, so every so, other day you leave, just not uh, not Wednesdays. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, I had just thrown on this, and yeah, was not intended to be so purple and orange altogether. No, but no, it it's works it's very out, matchy. So. Yeah. yeah, I just I, I didn't notice before because I I guess we didn't like have all all the background open and stuff. Um, yeah, and then when you threw us up and when we went live, <laughs> then I was like, oh, purple, just like the background, orange text, just like. Our our actual background, like it's yep, and yeah, our logo, and orange on the hat, and yeah, it's good. So I'm liking it, <laughs> I'm, and I'm just I just went with a black sweater today. So <laughs> hey, can't go wrong with the classic, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. It's it doesn't really show up, but it's got like white flecks in it. Like it looks like I went outside without a jacket on in the middle of a blizzard, and it like, <laughs> so it's got like just white, yeah, white flecks. Yeah, I don't know. But, there you go, white yeah. flex, two flex. There you go. And uh, <laughs> speaking of classic. It's almost uh-huh. becoming just a classic Ducks thing to not give a fuck about winning in regulation. Nah, who cares? <laughs> two points? Two points or two points? What, take your pick. What do you want? We're, doesn't, we're doesn't just, matter. We're, we're doing Christmas early this season, and we're giving every team a point that plays us, but we're going to take two ourselves. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. yeah. It's like, <laughs> the, welcome to the Ducks multi-level marketing scheme. Everybody gets a point, but we get two. And, yeah, but exactly. you get a point. It just—it doesn't matter how many we get. You get—you get a point. Yeah, exactly. So, actually, but, in most uh, cases, the the other team gets two points and we get nothing. 
but yeah so in, but uh <laughs> but but seriously um promo code draft uh, on DraftKings THPN uh if the ducks are playing anybody and they're heading to overtime seriously it might be worth your while to put some money down on the ducks because they are five for six going into extra time this year now yeah do uh do one of those um in in game bets is that what they're called yeah 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 in game so, bets yeah. so can or live bets live in game bets whatever whatever you yeah. want to call it but yeah that would be yeah uh, if, if you get a notification that the ducks are headed to overtime Put that put put five bucks down on it. <laughs> put that put that shit down. Yeah, I mean, yeah. obviously not like your whole Play life savings because it's not. Yeah, like, it's 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 not a guarantee, but it's the closest thing to a guarantee hey, that you can get. I saw something the other day, the Flames and Kings on uh, Monday night. I think it was, and yeah. I think it was for the Kings was plus one ten or something like that. So mm-hmm. like not crazy odds or so or or no, maybe it's like plus one thirty. Still not like insane mm-hmm. against odds kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but I think I read that a guy put down. I think it was like, I think it was like a hundred k. Shit. <laughs> and the Flames then won that game. So that's how you play irresponsibly, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> so right. Don't do that hey, let, unless let me, you're like. Let me see if I can. Let me see if I can find what exactly it was because that yeah. might sound like. I'm blowing it out of proportion, but like I'm pretty sure that's what the number was. Yeah, so unless you're me, like Jeff Bezos, Mark Zuckerberg, like one of Elon Musk, one of them rich types. Yeah, if you're Elon like, Musk, throwing around forty-four. Fuck. Yeah, throw, throwing around forty-four billion dollars just to fuck with Twitter. Um, yeah, then then what's a hundred grand on a on yeah. a losing bet to 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 them, right? But <laughs> yeah, please Musk, don't ruin it. That is my social media platform. Like I I don't really do Facebook anymore. The only thing is I really do is like I. We'll share like our show on it and yeah. use it for marketplace. That's about it. Um, Instagram, if you follow me on Instagram, you know I post like three times a year, four times maybe, right? Yeah, um, yeah the, the most recent post that I did on Instagram, I kind of even like made like light of that of like, okay, it's uh, anniversaries, Halloween and uh, and something else. Um, is the only time you're probably going to get a post from me on this app. So, <laughs> but like, I guess I post on my story a little bit more often, share stuff. But like, Twitter is the main thing I use, I guess. So, mm. pl- please, Elon Musk, do not fuck this up more than you already have. <laughs> <laughs> uh, cool. well, did but, you find uh, the tweet? I'm just looking for it here. Um, Kings game bets. See if I can find something. You'd think that that would go viral because, like, that's a yeah, bit of a big deal. If you're, uh, I'm trying to remember who even shared it. Oh yeah, uh, actually, I think I know who might have. Okay, give me, yeah, give me a second, and we will find this tweet. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um. In the meantime, though, um, yeah, I guess we kind of started talking about the game a little bit with the five. Fifth win. Yeah. It's not in regulation. We're still going for the record, everybody. I think the record is, I think it was twenty games without a regulation win. So was we're that getting set close. By like there. an expansion team, though, in like their first year. No, I think that was set by the Coyotes. I think it was a seventeen eighteen. I think is really? what I read. I got to double check that one, but okay. Um, this is apparently going to yeah. be Watch Carter and Nate research things that are easily Googleable. <laughs> <laughs> apparently. <laughs> 
Well, they try um, and fill the the awkward silence. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I feel like I'm not gonna find it here. So, um. Anyways, but yeah, I'm pretty sure it was like the guy had put down like around a hundred k, or maybe it was ten k. Either way, though, that was way too much to put down for like. I think at the time, like I said, it was like a plus one thirty for the Kings and Flames. Like, <laughs> damn, yeah, that's a, that's, a, that's, that's a little crazy. So that is how yeah. you uh, do it irresponsibly. Everybody, please do yeah. not do that. Play responsibly and have some fun. The longest losing streak to start an NHL season um, was by the Arizona Coyotes twice. <laughs> <laughs> in 2022 of course it'd be twice <laughs> in 2022 so la- last year or was that this year there's no way it's this year no it must have been last year because they yeah it would have been last they've year. been doing okay this year so um, yeah and uh also up there is the 1944 new york rangers as well um Oh yeah, they won like three games in this season. So yeah, uh, all all three of them with eleven, but that's just like straight up losing streak. That's not like regulation win. Um, longest season opening regulation losing streak. Is that how you would word that? Uh, or just longest without a regulation win to start? Oh yeah, okay. Longest season opening regulation win streak. Oh, no, I don't want. Oh, wait, longest regulation oh, season opening without. That's what there I you go. Without regulation win. <laughs> okay, um, I'm, still try- I'm still trying to find this bet tweet. If I find it. Um, I, I this is going to be super it. entertaining for people. Hey, <laughs> oh, yeah, right. Just like they're just hanging on. Just like, what was the fucking bet? What's the record, asshole? Yeah. Tell me. <laughs> longest. Uh, we're close. We don't want just longest winless streaks. We want. Okay, I give up on trying to find this bet. I, it was around that, though. Either yeah. way, people, play responsibly, but use that promo code THPN on DraftKings. There you go. Yeah. Well, yeah, we got out <laughs> of it. <laughs> yeah, I can't. Uh... Yeah, the, the longest regulation or without a regulation win streak is like kind of an obscure one. You'd have to maybe go through it manually. Yeah, anyways, doesn't matter. Okay, taking the L on both of those uh, things that we successfully <laughs> wasted 10 minutes on. <laughs> let's, uh, But let's get into the game here. Uh, the, the thing that most people are probably, uh, or more, more formally into the game. And uh, because I think that's what most people are here for. So, 3-2 overtime win. Ducks over the Red Wings. A, uh, a standard. I mean, kind of already talked about that in the first yeah. few minutes here. Um, but overall, a very positive game. Um, I want to start with a comment that I had because I think that it's the most important because I think I'm the most important. <laughs> All right. And it's... Uh, it's uh, Honestly, I think that's the most complete game that the Ducks have played this season. Like, it was... yeah. No, like not the best game, but the most complete. Like we were always in the game. The we didn't like give too much up to the opposition. We got our chances. Like it was it was back and forth, like you would say or like you would want to see. Yeah. But um, yeah, it, it was just like an even game, and 
overall, just like lots to be positive about and very little, if anything, to be negative about. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, I agree on that. Like the deserve to win meter is definitely the, the, it's not in Anaheim's favor on moneypuck.com, but it is, uh, you know, more favorable than we have generally seen over the course of the season. 59 to 41, we'll call yeah. it. Um, but uh, yeah, the expected goals for this game. Yeah, it was all very close. 3.14 to 2.84 in favor of Detroit. So like, yeah, yeah scoring Basically, chances and yeah. everything like that. It was a very tight game. This yeah, is that's a diff. That's an expected goals difference of like point three between those two teams. Yeah. So, like, so yeah, nothing, nothing too wild there. Um, like in terms of differences or anything like that. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, a lot of these guys just played on both sides. Honestly, pretty pretty well outside of maybe uh, some defense a little bit. Um, Detroit definitely had some hurts with. Uh, Mata and Heronic was kind of their rough pairing. And that's unfortunate mm-hmm. when they're playing 1638 of uh five on five time there. Yeah. So, but, uh, and then I guess if we're going to compare that with the, uh, with the ducks as well, um, was Kulikov Benoit, uh, for expected goals against, but that's only 531. Okay. So for time on ice was Fowler Kulikov, Nobody really on defense stayed with each other, it seems like. Um, yeah, yeah Fowler Kulikov, 11.36 together, five-on-five five time. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that's so. kind of good that they uh, that we did as well as we did when the lines were being shuffled. Like, it shows that um, everybody can kind of play with everybody, which kind of hints at a bit of a system being in place, maybe. Um, Does it hint at a system being played or us still figuring out who the fuck we're playing where on our very lackluster blue line at this point? I mean, that's probably the case, but the fact that we didn't just like bleed chances and this wasn't a 7 nothing game means to me that like yeah, when okay. the line combinations are thrown in the blender like that, because um, we're trying to figure out what works, then everybody's on the same page everyone's knows the system everyone executed the system um so like i mean it's one game obviously so uh, i'm not mm-hmm. saying that like oh things are changed and dallas eakins is a god now because we have a defensive system <laughs> no that's not, i don't think that's the case there's, at all but there's a, there there seem to be a very minuscule system in place of who's playing with who I didn't nice really see any I didn't really see any other improvements otherwise. So yeah. it's it, it's kind of okay, if you if you had a T chart right now that had, you know, like your like the the pros and cons kind of thing of mm-hmm. uh, of of last night's defense in particular. Um you would have the one pro that is, yeah, there seemed to be something happening there. Mm-hmm. And then the, the then the con side is just filled with everything else still, I think. <laughs> so, but um, in terms of, you know, like structure and that sort of thing. But, yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Um, also, I think part of it, too, was the uh, the first off the, on the first goal when White took a puck to the face, like immediately that like, kind of causes Quite a bit of line juggling. Yeah, because, that's. Yeah, I, that, I doubt yeah, he just totally jumped right fair. up no. over the boards. Like you're kind of playing five D for a little bit while you make yeah. sure he's okay. 
Um, but yeah, which, uh, he did come into the game because he still played the... like 10 minutes. So Yeah, that shot to the face. Yikes. <laughs> oh, yeah. that's. That, uh... I, I honestly thought like immediately I was like, oh, man, broken jaw, like another defenseman down. What the fuck are we going to do? But uh, yeah. but he stayed in the game. I mean, obviously, you can play with a broken jaw. It's not advisable, but like it's yeah, not. Yeah, it, not advisable. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the fact that he stayed in the game means it's probably not too serious. Um, but we uh, we shall see, I guess. Um, I, I did have a question about that, though, because I know sure. whenever plays like this happen, especially when it's like right in front of the net, like in shooting lanes. Um, yeah. The, the big question is, like, hey, this should have been blown down kind of thing. Would you blow that one down if you were the referee? And, and Would... Like, before the puck's even in the net, like, immediately you're like, nope, play's blown down, puck's in the net, but no goal because I blew the whistle. In that case, it does come down to the technicality of did you blow the whistle? Does the ref have enough of a reaction time to see that Kulikov got hit in the face, he went down, and it's probably not getting up before the puck goes in right like mm-hmm. it's like does he have that reaction time to do that before Detroit does score on do you call that a rebound I don't know what the fuck you call that um, <laughs> I mean in a way yeah <laughs> ounce? I don't know like um, yeah it, it all kind of comes down I think to that reaction time yeah it's However, all about though, intent I, to blow the whistle though right yeah but then it's it's also for, I feel like for something like that is did he blow the whistle? Right, yeah, that's, like, that's not the case though. It's intent, yeah. to blow the whistle. So I don't know. It's it's the NFL yeah. or the NFL, the NHL, <laughs> and their officials. Right, they like to yeah. flip flop it on us. So like, um. Anyway, though, what I I did take a look in the rule book though to determine what the ruling on it is. Yeah, because I know for like I know for lacrosse if it, if a player is in. Uh, like a dangerous position, like in front of a, a shot kind of thing, right? Like, then mm-hmm. yes, they'll they'll blow it down. Um, the only thing I was able to find actually is under Rule Eight for injured players, uh, which is paragraph five, um, under eight point one. If anybody wants to go uh, look it up, um, which reads: When a player is injured so that he cannot continue play or go to his bench. The play shall not be stopped until the injured player's team has secured control of the puck. If the player's team is in control of the puck at the time of the injury, play shall be stopped immediately unless his team is in a scoring position. That's the only thing I was able to find for that. So with how the rule is written from what I could find, that is correct, Mm -hmm. right? But for matters of safety, you do try to get around the rules sometimes if that had gone on for another second or two i think before the puck got shot it then yes at that point the ref has enough reaction time to and Mm. is able to see that yeah white's not getting up very fast and definitely blow it down but yeah i um, I think the thing in in terms of the actual rule though it seems to lean that yes that was the correct play for the moment yeah no i think so too and especially because it was um it was like puck to face and then off to the side and then basically immediately shot in and like white wasn't in that shooting lane. Then I think that's the right call because it's kind of like a yeah. continuation of the play like it. Um, but if it goes like if the puck goes face and then back out to whoever shot it again, then that's when you're like, oh, fuck, we need to blow this down before he takes another shot 
to the face. Yeah. You know, because like he's in the shooting lane at this point. So um so I think in that case you you blow it down as a matter of safety, and hopefully the defenseman doesn't just wind up and take the shot before uh mm-hmm. you can you can do that. But yeah, no, I think it I, I didn't see any like outcry of like White's down injured. How is that not blown down? Like I didn't see any of that. I I just wanted to know what yeah. so your I was, thought was there. So I, I was looking a little bit farther. So the next and I, I mean a little bit farther. The next paragraph would be a thing that would kind of overrule, right? Of in the case yeah. where it's obvious that a player has sustained a serious injury, the referee and or a linesman may stop the play immediately. So I think it's just there wasn't the reaction time or just the time yeah. in general to see that it was serious, that the dude took a puck to the face and he's probably not going to get up for a second yeah. or longer than a second, I guess. So, um, yeah, I, as it was, that is the correct call. So, okay, good call. Good job, yeah. NHL officials. You actually, you, you did it. You did your job. <laughs> you did it right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, another point I had here was that we got another power play goal off uh, Mason McTavish there. So, yeah, it's amazing what happens. There we go. Yeah, it's amazing what happens when you put, um, you know, solid offensive guys in opportunities to be able to score and help your team. Yeah, just saying. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's good. Um, and I mean, he, he was he was a he was all over this game. He had some great opportunities, but specifically on this power play, um, he had like a great chance just like seconds before. He was in Zegris's the spot that Zegris usually is for that one timer. He got the shot off, um, and it was just like a great save by Huso. And then he switched spots with Henrique and went into the middle of the ice. So he was just like in great positioning there. Uh, props to Henrique getting the shot off as yeah. well. The the one-timer and McTavish picking up that rebound. Like, But that little switch there, like you could kind of see that in the 30 seconds building up to the goal on the power play there was really Klingberg was the only guy that stayed in the same spot. The other four guys, they were, they were switching up things. They weren't just like, this is our spot. I might move forward a couple strides back left right just to kind of try and make lanes yeah like, because obviously that hasn't worked like the defenseman can adjust to that but when guys are actually like going behind the net and like switching between the slot and the circles it makes it a lot harder to cover because then the defense has to or the penalty kill has to switch from uh man defense well man defense to more zone defense like you have to be yeah trying to block the guys lane but then oh, all of a sudden now i'm switching who i'm defending so it's it's more confusing for the penalty kill and i think that it works way better for our power play because we're fast and we have guys that can shoot oh yeah yeah it absolutely does work for our power play it it did seem better because like mm-hmm. detroit's not a team that's slacking necessarily like no. yes that was the fourth game in a row that they've lost technically mm-hmm. uh but yeah, but like they haven't been bad this season no. whatsoever, right? Like they're they're in the wild card conversation currently, um, yeah. but uh, at the, at the same time, not not to be the pessimist, it, but we're almost praising on like this is defense, like this is power play strategy that you do in like novice and peewee kind of thing. So like it, yeah. Yeah, good no, job yeah, on ac- right. good yeah. job on actually doing it and like actually being able to move around and not just staying still. It definitely helps and getting yourself into better scoring positions overall. So and 
to add on to that, that is something that I know I've been critical of uh, John Klingberg on, especially on that power play there. Yeah. While it wasn't a power play goal, it was us up a man. Um, I'm jumping That's way true. ahead in the game oh, for, for, it, yeah. the, uh, for the tying goal with, what was it, like 50 seconds left or something like that. Um, that yeah. He Did he move a whole lot during that? Like kind of in the seconds leading up? No, not a whole lot, but he moved enough and the puck moved enough as well that there was a there was a lot more of a lane, I'll say, that was actually yeah. available to him when he took his shot. Mm-hmm. Rather than you're trying to bowl through 10 or I guess like nine guys uh, that are in a straight line and you're trying to put it through all of them. So um, yeah, that was really nice to see. Like I like yeah. I like, kind of watched it and I was like, oh, like, oh yeah, and watched the replay. And I was like, there you go. There you go. That's that's what I've been talking about. Like yeah. So it's, yeah, it was it was the same sort of thing too, where there was a little bit of more movement from yeah. the players and like switching of positions as well. So um, so yeah, I'm glad that we're finally getting to that, and it seems like our power play is improving. Seems um, like it. I want to yeah. I want to see a little bit more out of it. it it's a step in the right direction. Yeah, it's if, yeah. it's not perfect, obviously. Um, just for context, Detroit's power or sorry, their their penalty kill is at 78.4%, good for 16th in the league. So uh, so very okay, so average. About, yeah. yeah, it's about average. Um, so, yeah, that's those are... Like, it's a, it's a decent penalty kill. Like, it's... Yeah. Yeah. Where are we on that, by the way? Oh, 31st. I'm going to take a wild guess. 30, oh, 30... Who, who's worse than us? Wait, wait, wait. Uh, uh, I, I want to see if I can guess this, actually. I okay. haven't seen it. Okay. Okay, penalty kill worst... Not not power like penalty kill. Yeah, penalty uh, kill. I'm thinking more for the power play, but I feel like it could be penalty kill as well. I'm going to say Columbus. Uh, no, they are. Where are they? Uh, fifteenth, seventy-eight point six. But yeah, you're oh, right. Their power okay. plays a business. Their power plays ho- horrible. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, so yeah, who, sorry. Who is it? Oh, okay. Uh, it's Vancouver, sixty-three point eight. Oh, okay. Actually, that does make sense. Yeah, it, it checks out. So. Yeah. Uh, to really quickly just go back to Mason McTavish. Yeah. Kid was sniffing mm-hmm. around uh, around the net there. Four shot attempts and three of those getting in uh, on net as well. Um, the few faceoffs that he took as well, he did all right. Three for five, which is, you know, that's that's above 50%. So yep. sounds like a pass to me. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but uh, so get yeah. degrees, right? Yeah, and uh, just to show as well that like he was in a great spot, I think. His expected goals was 0. .4, and he obviously got a goal, so he surpassed it uh, mm-hmm. for that game. So, yeah, he just like he, he did look really good in that game. And uh, what did he have? Let me see here. So his, over, his overall time, 12-24 in this game, and his... Okay, so his... Uh, his power play time was three fifteen. There, um, did he have okay. any four on five? No, yeah, no, he had no four on five. Not that I'm expecting him to, but um, yeah. it was it was nice to see, at least on the projected, that he was back at center, even if it's still on that fourth line. That mm-hmm. was nice to nice to see. So with uh, yeah. the addition of Sam Carrick uh, back into the lineup. Mm-hmm. Um, which, which he had yeah, a, well, a pretty solid game um, as well, I would say. Yeah, he. Uh, I mean, like, he didn't do anything 
crazy. I mean, it's also hard too with only four thirty-eight ice time. Yeah, and I mean, it's you're you're behind at this point. Like everyone else is starting to hit mid-season form, and you're literally just getting started. No camp, nothing. Like, um, yeah, he did have a four-game con- uh, conditioning stint with San Diego uh, before oh, okay. coming up. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, again, it, nothing in terms of time was like. He didn't have a whole lot of time, right? Okay, that's what I'm trying yeah. to say. I guess like 4:38, but even in that, you know, he he took two he t- he took two minutes, lost the two faceoffs that he had. I'm trying to see if there's anything like, yeah, it was it was interesting for him, I think, because he also had the least amount of shifts in this game with only eight. Oh yeah. So like, I know he's a guy that's just coming back, but like, just seeing that number kind of is a little odd to me for some reason um yeah i mean it's it's not great but i mean it's just it's just in terms him of, into it off injuries yeah. so and just in terms of yeah. utilization overall because even brett leeson had like only 10 but then it jumps to 17 for austin strand right so defenseman so that's different but yeah fair enough um who would the next forward be uh, the next forward looks to be, in terms of shifts, Max Jones and Mason McTavish then at 16. Okay. Looks to be. So, I don't know. It just feels like, like okay, I, 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 I totally get it of easing him back in a little bit. Maybe you give him a little bit more time in the AHL then for conditioning. If, I don't know. It, I think there's a limit on the amount of games for a conditioning stint. Yeah. And I think it is four. It might be five, but I don't know. Um, I don't know. To, to, just to me, I guess, to only dress a guy for four and a half minutes, essentially, almost feels like a waste of a roster spot. In a way, yeah. I, I, bit, I do agree, so. yeah. I don't know. It's It's hard to say. Maybe he wasn't feeling... Or like after playing at the NHL level, yeah. he like was like I I don't know something doesn't feel right. I'd, I'd rather just mm-hmm. sit and stretch it out. I don't know. I just like hundred percent speculation here, but uh, but it's not also past Dallas Eakins to like white glove not these guys used, right. So yeah, to just not use players on his bench that are dressed. Yeah. So and it, I mean I don't know. I didn't think there was anything that like warranted benching him either. So I don't know if that. Maybe happened like he didn't play in the third for yeah, a like reason. I, uh, I, not that I noticed, but I mean, I, yeah, obviously coaches see a little more there. But. Let me double. Let me double check of like how. Oh, where is it here? Shift chart. Here we go. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, just see if it was spread out a little. Yeah. Oh, okay. This is actually being a little slow for me again for some reason. I have no clue why this is happening. Okay, it might not pop up right away here. Okay. Well, yeah. oh, you know, no, here, we here we go. Okay. Here we go. Sorry. Okay, let me take a look here. Where are we? Sam Carrick. One, two, three. Yeah, so it looks like he kind of got sat <clears throat> in the third period there. He had three shifts in the first, it looks like, four in the second, and then his last one... Um, yeah, his last one in the kind of like the early, like first quarter of the third period there. Interesting. 
So yeah, I, yeah. I would have to. Uh, I'm not going to do this, but I would have to go back and watch the game to see if there was anything like super mm-hmm. egregious, right? What what time was the um was his last shift approximately? Or or if you have um, exact number, that'd be good too. I don't. It just has it like split up by uh, bars that signal like when. Okay, like, a new but it, it was starts. it was early period. It looks to be in like the first five minutes, though. Okay. Yeah, uh, and yeah, I guess. Um. Yeah, the only goal was Klingberg's in the third period. Yeah, that's very weird. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what's up with that. But we'll we'll see how it goes in future games and if he gets more ice time, which I imagine he would. I would be shocked if he only had the four minutes there. But yeah, because like, even because uh, even um, yeah, Leeson had the two shifts in the third. Um. And uh, oh no, Colton White's yeah no, never mind. Yeah, sorry, I'm just trying to make sense of it. I'm because like yeah, no, yeah, it, it seems just, like it was weird, only yeah. Leeson and Carrick that got sat after that point. Like their shifts ended at the same time, and they both didn't play the rest of the game. Hmm. Weird. I don't know. Maybe they like were goofing off on the bench, like. I don't know, playing rock paper scissors and Dallas Eakins was like, oh, if you don't want to play in the game, you can. You, I'll just bench yeah. you. You can play rock paper scissors all you want. I don't okay, know. here you know what I will give. I I will give a prop here. Okay. To Dallas Eakins, which is rare. <laughs> just over the halfway point of the third period, Dmitry Kulikov played his last shift of the game and didn't play for the rest of the game. That's actually really? a, like as much as he was playing the what, like the top line minutes, I guess, for that game. Yeah. That's definitely a smart decision. I don't mean, late, yeah. Yeah, like I, I, like I don't mean to just shit on guys, right? But um, yeah, Kulikov is tied with, like for defensemen uh, on the team uh, with Fowler for most giveaways on the team. And Ooh. he is leading the team in defensive zone giveaways. And I mean, all mm. of his giveaways have been in the defensive zone. <laughs> oh, shit. And yeah, like, that's all 10 that's not, giveaways have tough. been in the defensive zone. So. Like if you're giving the puck it, away in the neutral zone, fine. It's Some teams have great neutral zone setups. But if you're doing it in the defensive zone, like there's no excuse. Yeah, and at least in, in Cam Fowler's defense as well, who he's tied with in uh, just total giveaways, mm-hmm. Fowler has 12 takeaways. Kulikov only has two. Like, Kulikov yeah. has been the one guy that he seemed to start strong and then it dipped hard. And I yeah. mean hard. I mean like the Simpsons movie where it's the joke of a rock in a hard place kind of thing. And he's on the, oh, the yeah. wrecking ball getting hit back and forth. Yeah. Like, I mean like that. Yeah. Like, just dropped. Which so. to, to Kulikov, to, oh, let's try that one again. <laughs> to Kulikov's defense, he was like he's a third pairing guy at most in rare circumstances he can fill in on the second pair and with the state of this defense, he's expected to be a top 4 if not a top 2 defenseman and I feel like that's kind of followed the like his his dip in play has kind of followed the trajectory just based uh, off my eye was- test no stats. It's kind of followed the trajectory tra- 
yeah, it, it, yeah. trajectory no, I, I of the Ducks mean. being injured. So, like, yeah, like, it started before then as well, but, like, the it's been super, super obvious and not obviously helpful yeah, with, for his confidence with all the injuries. So if we were yeah. deep enough to just play him on the third pair or even, like, keep him as a seventh defenseman to rotate in, that would be fantastic, but we're we're not that team. So, but I, I am glad that he yeah. got scratched though, because if he's doing that, you gotta, you gotta. Yeah, this is a guy that to. that started the season on the second pairing, and it wasn't horrible. But at this point of the season, if we didn't have the injuries that we do on our back end, I would hope that he would have gotten demoted to the third line, hypothetically. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But so because yeah. yeah, it's not. I don't know. He's he's not a guy that I'm very confident that something good is going to happen when he's out on the ice. I mean, like, yeah, that's fair. Like, I think he leads the team in blocked shots. Yeah, he he leads by a mile. He's got thirty blocked shots on the year. Um, but yeah, so that's about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so, like you said, it, like, otherwise, some, otherwise, some rare where, praise where for Dallas leading, Eakins, you don't right? want that. <laughs> yeah. So, some rare praise for Dallas Eakins, though, and uh, that's the second time we've done that this episode. What was the first thing that we praised him on? I don't even remember. Uh, oh, that there seemed to be something oh, of a system in uh, a uh, semblance, a, just a crumb of defensive structure. That's what it was. Yeah. And then also slight and adjustment then, to I, improve the power play, and then also yeah. a good call on scratch. Man, that's three. That's three in a row. For, I'm gonna uh, call, I'm gonna call it two. That there. I'm gonna call it two because the defense thing. I'm I'm still looking at the heat map. It's it's still our usual. I'll just say that. It's oh, I'm sure usual. it is. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> no, but given what he's got to work with here, then yeah. Um, what else do we have? Um, uh, we'll save the overtime one for last because that is the hype thing that we're gonna talk about to end uh end this little section off. But you had a note here about uh. Jacob Silverberg. Uh, yeah, I was so. I think it was earlier today. Um, as as people know, I'm also a Flames fan, and uh, so my personal Twitter, especially, is uh, it almost kind of works like having like me running the Quack Report Twitter, which you can go follow at Quack Report Pod. Um, where like that's the main ducks kind of stuff. Like I, I almost like through the two accounts, I have them kind of separated, which kind of works out. Yeah. Um, so anyway, on my personal one though, it's a lot of flames. Is is more flames content than ducks. I'll say that there is ducks in there though for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was uh, there was there was a tweet put out by a, uh, a buddy of mine, Mike Gould, on Twitter, who was asking like, who's the best flames forward to start the season? And one of the options he had in there was Nazem Kadri, who that was definitely leading the polls, and he the people are not wrong in that sense. He has been phenomenal for the Flames. Um, but then somebody had put in the comments of uh, no, Kadri's actually been the worst player. And so I pulled up the stats showing like not just his scoring, but just other things. I'm like, he's leading in this, he's leading in this, and he's leading in this and this. Like, So mm-hmm. tell me again how... So basically it led me down a rabbit hole of, okay, I'm going to take a look at a lot of these stats and just kind of see who's leading in what categories uh, mm-hmm. for the Ducks as well. Because we haven't like we we normally do it at like quarter or halfway points of the season, yeah. But I realized I hadn't really looked too, at actually. Yeah, I I just realized I hadn't really looked at you know like 
for the team overall, who is doing what the best and that sort of thing, besides just off the yeah. top of my head and what we're seeing in games. Yeah. Um, so yeah, for uh, Klingberg specifically, what, uh, what what's that was it again? I was specifically looking at there. Silverberg, sorry? Or Silverberg, sorry. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh yeah, right, penalty minutes. Um, so on moneypuck.com there, they have uh minutes drawn as well as um the minutes taken right and you can see okay. their you can see the differential there nice. um so you know if you're mind you okay it doesn't take into concept uh context you know like max jones is currently the worst penalty minute differential but it's because mm-hmm. max jones has been getting into some fights yeah and right? probably doesn't draw a lot of penalties either so he's yeah, so like he's taken twenty three minutes himself, and he's drawn eleven. So he's at a oh, that's actually plus, better than I thought. Yeah. He's at a plus twelve right now, which this is the category that you don't want to be a positive in. Yeah. Um, however, though, uh, Soferberg has drawn fourteen minutes, so seven minors he's drawn, wow. and has not taken a single penalty yet this season. Damn. So I'd be very surprised for Lady Bing. Soferberg for Lady Bing. Um, <laughs> But yeah, he's doing he's doing all right there. And uh, you know what? I'll just say like the top three for penalty minutes drawn there. Um sure. Troy Terry, which that one you would kind of you would hope expect for yeah. almost. Yeah. Um something's yeah. fucky if he's not drawing a ton of penalties. Yeah, he's uh he's drawn 20 minutes on his own of power play time for the ducks. Um, which I'm sure he's almost kind of frustrated with of like, guys, I'm giving us the opportunities here. Yeah. <laughs> I've <right>. literally <laughs> given us an entire period alone worth of power play and we haven't been able to do shit with it yeah Um, yeah and with our power play like teams are like oh well we'll we'll just foul troy terry like if he's streaking in on a breakaway we'll just throw our stick at him or like we'll (laughs) dive and trip him like who cares we'll we'll slash his hand doesn't matter he's not then we're taking (laughs) away that scoring chance and then we're basically giving ourselves a power play by going shorthanded because of the ducks fucking suck on the power play uh, so yeah, Troy Terry's got negative uh, twelve on the differential. So he's yeah drawn twenty minutes worth, uh, taken eight himself. Um, Isaac Lundestrom though for so Silverberg and Lundestrom that third line likes to draw penalties it seems because Lundestrom mm-hmm. himself has drawn ten minutes worth of penalties. Oh wow! Um, and has only That's taken two. So yeah, yeah. That's I mean it makes sense because we don't have the best third line but we have a fast and high skill third line compared to a lot of other teams and the, and the yeah. NHL is trending that way a little bit more but yep. like because a, a lot of teams their third line is I don't want to say like goons but like tougher it's, grindy it's lines line. in a way yeah. yeah more so like it's it depends on the team identity but if you're fa- if you're a high skilled third line and you're facing the grindy third lines, you're probably going to draw more penalties just by the nature yeah. of it because you're putting yourselves in a better place to have an advantage over the opponent, and they'll probably try and hold you or or whatever. Yeah, the case might be. So, yeah, no, that that makes a lot of sense actually. Now that I think about it, yeah. So, so yeah, I just wanted to give a shout out for that. It's it's like yeah, no, that's that's great. It's not something that's normally that's what the stat that's what stats people are looking for kind of thing, yeah. right? Um, but it is something that can help your team, right? Like obviously not taking penalties fucking helps your team, 
mm-hmm. Anaheim Ducks as a whole, listen to this. Not taking penalties helps your team. <laughs> I say and emphasize as you are the most penalized team in the league this year. Are they? You can't afford to be. Yeah, they are. I, actually, you know what? That doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, here, I'm, I'm going to double check this just after last night at least. Oh, yeah, sure. Um, but uh, yeah, during the broadcast, they did say, yeah, the Ducks are the most penalized team in the league so far this season. Yeah. So, which no, doesn't surprise me. And again, like not, we we have definitely made some arguments against some of them, but we've also talked about how a lot of them are mostly avoidable penalties to take. Yeah. Um. Yeah, penalties drawn, or are you looking at penalty minutes? Uh, it would be penalty minutes against, I think. Okay. Um, yeah, they're, they're second with 237 penalty minutes, um, as a, and Minnesota's in first with 248. In terms of actual penalties drawn, or, or sorry, penalties taken, I guess, is the one. Uh, tied with Minnesota now with 88. Okay. But in terms of penalty differential, uh, minus 16, which is the worst. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah, not stay great. Out of, stay out of the respect. fucking box, please. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, pretty much. So, okay. Um, and then overtime. That was a, I mean, three on three is always an exciting overtime, right? Or an yeah. exciting way to experience. It's been a long day, man. <laughs> That's fair. That's totally fair. <laughs> three on three is a is always exciting. No, fuck. Let's try this again. Overtime is three always exciting is because it's three on three overtime. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to say. Jesus. And <laughs> it's even more exciting when the Ducks can can score on it because it, it's always something magical. And it's always yeah. like a just a play that you're like, wow. That's that was perfect. Executed to perfection, right? Yeah. And in this one. Tyler Bertuzzi just like coughs up the worst fucking pass you could imagine. Just like, Hon- like honestly, I've the watched biggest the muffin again, right I'm, at like, Strom. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, like it, it wasn't even like a good breakout pass. It was literally like a little flip from behind the net, and then it yeah. also hits Strom, and then he just laid down. <laughs> like, yeah, like, uh, like I like I watched the highlights again before uh, we got into this, just to have it all fresh, right? You watch him start to get up and flop down again. Yeah. Like, go watch it again. He starts to get up and goes down again. I'm like, oh, man. Like, if you're a Red Wings fan, like, you probably had an aneurysm during this. Just like, what are you doing? (laughs) What are you doing? But, like, as a Ducks fan, that was awesome to watch. Like, as soon as that hit Strom and Zegris just, like, put his stick down, I was like, oh, this is going in. And then it... The pass goes over, and I'm like, "No, Zegers, don't shoot. Huso's going to be there." And then he pa- and then he he passed it, and Strom almost fucked it up. Too, yeah, but it still went that, in. Okay, in like the span of two seconds was a fucking roller coaster on its own. Oh yeah, it was because wild. it was it was uh, oh giveaway. Oh oh no no. Strom, okay, okay, Strom got it. Strom got it. We're good. We're good. <laughs> yeah yeah right. Like and he, he almost. It looked like he had shot it and it hit his stick again, right? Which is something we have seen yeah. before. Um, but then he got like the second tap on it to put it in. But I was like, oh my god, that was that that was a lot for like two seconds there. 
Yeah. Um. Oh wait. Sorry. I wanted to find something. Is this what I want? <laughs> it's not. But this is fucking so funny. Like <laughs> Ryan Strom and M- Empty Nets. Like Empty Nets are like are just his the bane of his existence. I don't know if you've. <laughs> ever noticed but like rangers fans rangers fans like castrated ryan strome consistently so here's one opportunity here this is uh him in the shootout against we're not we're not seeing it here oh jesus sorry (laughs) (laughs) i I did the screen share just didn't pop up one well uh, i'll just back this up a little bit here Uh, fuck monetization yeah (laughs) but just what, look at this. Here comes in. Oh, why? Do, oh my god. Okay, if you're if you're just listening to it, he deeks out the goalie, like throws his jock strap up into the second bowl of air, wide open net, and throws it past the net, like through the crease. Yeah, like look Yikes. at that. Look at that yawning cage. Fuck, I could hit that. You put me like six inches from the side of a barn, like, and or you put him six inches from the side. I'm 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 done talking. You need, you get what I'm trying to say. That's dude. The the barn pops up on the bench, like on the yeah. Rangers bench after that, and goes, dude. I could have fucking hit that. Like, look <laughs> at this move to avoid the poke check. So calm and poised, and then yeah, yeah, he, he takes the extra <laughs> second too. And then you're like, oh, there's no way this is missing. And look at it. it's just oh god, sorry. That's what what kind of curb does he have on a stick? That's what I want to know. Uh, we got uh, the Ronark. He chiming in. It's because he was a ranger at the time. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, look, you you even think it's going in up until the like, goalie even right looks. And he's just like, ah, oh, fuck. All right, I, yeah. you know what? Good. Mo-. And they watches the puck go by. And he's like, oh, sweet. Yeah, that that's honestly that's not even the one I was trying to find. <laughs> that was a beautiful one, though. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, I think it's. Oh yeah, it's got to be this one. Oh nope. No, that's an article. It looks like. Yeah. Oh well. Uh, anyway, anyway, Ryan Strom, yeah. uh, yeah, and and uh, empty nets. Yeah. Oh, I think he doesn't got... like to score on the goalie pulled. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I've got part two here. Okay. This is. Uh, oh, God. I'm gonna go back. This is this is the one I was thinking of, and it's this one is almost identical to the overtime goal. So this is uh, against Tampa Bay. I think it was in the playoffs this year too. Um, and so Panarin has the puck on the boards. Backhand, no look pass to somebody. Reinstrom wide open, and then bobbles the puck. Oh, I remember this. Oh yeah. my god! Like literally oh. wide open, freaking net there. Look at, and it just goes under his stick. It almost looks just like, like way too excited. Oh no! Yeah, he's trying to celebrate already as he's putting it in. It just whiffs on it. <laughs> Yeah, and as soon as it hit his stick and it wasn't in the back of the net, I was like, oh no, Strom, what are we doing? What have, what have you done? <laughs> Yikes. But we're good, we're good. Uh, so I'm glad that it was just a curse that he had with the Rangers and he's figured it out with the Ducks. Yeah, it so. seems like he's got it. <laughs> but, oh man, that was, a, that was a beautiful play. Love that. And uh, just a, a great comeback win. Um, yeah, fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah, that was so. good. So if we can if we can have more games like that, if we can win one in regulation, that'd be great. But if we can you know have what? more games like that as a whole, 
You know what? I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't want to tear out what hair is left on my head. <laughs> you know what would be hilarious is winning or like getting into the playoffs without winning a game in regulation. Do you think do you think you could do that? You could easily do that. You would just have to make sure it's not you'd have to make sure it's against eastern opponents. For the most part, yeah. And what oh, I, what's their track record on that actually? I'd be kind of curious. I, I feel yeah. like we Okay, well, two of the wins have obviously come from San Jose alone. Thank you very much. Um, yeah. So that doesn't really help you there. Okay, so Boston... No, Boston was the loss. Boston lost. was the loss. Detroit was the one, obviously. And then... Uh, what was the other Who one? Else? Toronto. Okay, so there's two against the East. And uh, that was it. Those were two San Jose... Boston, then uh, we've had two. six go to over to extra time. Oh yeah, so there was We're another missing. one in there. Chicago? No, was Chicago one? was regulation. Oh no, Chicago won Chicago that. Chicago one. Um, who was it? Well, I guess just go back through the schedule and find the. Oh, wins. Seattle, <laughs> obviously. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, that, that's literally right. The very first game of the so, yeah. season. So yeah, um, Seattle, um, Toronto, San Jose, San Jose, Detroit. So if you flip that and give it more to the east, then you could potentially do it. Because if you keep giving just a single point to everybody in your conference, let alone your division, right? Mm. That's going to be a lot harder to it, do. It, it would be tough. It, it depends on who. Like for San Jose, obviously, it's fine because they suck. But like if you're giving it to like <laughs> LA, Edmonton, Calgary, like the teams that you are fighting for those higher spots yeah, with, um, then... Yeah, it, it does make it tougher, but you are still gaining ground. It's just slower than if you were winning in regulation. But it'd be interesting. It it's, would be I doubt sure. it's going to happen this season, but it'd be, it's fun to think about. So, um, yeah, the Ronarchy here says better days for Strom now. At least more sunny days. That's true. Yeah, yeah. it's always sunny in Anaheim. Uh, all right. Well, we've got a couple pieces of news to talk about upcoming games, and we'll do a Gulls update. Oh, and what's quacking? So we'll take a quick break here with our friends over at DraftKings. Be sure to use promo code THPN for exclusive offers, and we will see you in just a minute to wrap up the episode. NFL Sundays are only getting better, and so are the incredible offers at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Right now, new customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. Check this out. Right now, everyone can earn up to a 100% boost with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, place a same-game parlay, and combine multiple bets like which team will win, player props, and point totals. With bigger payouts than ever, DraftKings Sportsbook is my go-to when betting on the NFL. So, what are you waiting for? Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use the promo code THPN, and place a $5 pre-game Moneyline bet to get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Again, that's promo code THPN, as in the Hockey Podcast Network, only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Okay. Uh, We already kind of talked about Sam Carrick being activated off of IR, making his season debut there against the Detroit Red Wings. Uh, after hip surgery, um, 
likes to take penalties. Yeah. He likes, yeah, he likes to take <laughs> penalties. Okay, so I had to double check because I was like, okay, I know Carrick has like he like he he does like to fight. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Um, and I think I saw on uh was it hockeyfights.com or whatever. Um he's fought, I think it's thirteen times he's fought. Oh damn. And eleven of them were one with the ducks, two last season. <laughs> I was wow. like, Jesus, dude. <laughs> I mean, with Bolu out now, someone's got to fill that hole. So, yeah. So it was, uh, yeah, 55 of his 85 penalty minutes last night. Cause, like, like I was kind of looking on last like, season. Oh, man, like, Car- no, last night. Yeah. I'm like, okay, Car- <laughs> like, Carrick's, like, I saw 85. I'm like, Carrick's got to stay out of the box. But I'm like, wait a second. He did like the fight. So I searched it up. And I'm like, okay, 30 minutes is still not great overall for. Yeah. what he does in a game, but 55 out of 85 penalty. Okay, well, kind of yeah. a little how, bit more slack than I was about to give him. How much of the remaining 30 was like 10-minute misconducts or like instigators, though? I have no idea. You don't know? You didn't go that far? I'd be curious. I, yeah, no, I wasn't yeah. sure. So I didn't go but, like game by game on it. But yeah, fair. I would be interested to see that. So, but yeah, it, it was like, I, okay, I, I, have to, I have to double check this now because I think it was like he had two... Maybe like over like November, December last season, mm-hmm. and then January just took off. I mean, he just, did have two yeah, fights. Didn't get in what he wanted for game. Christmas and just wanted yeah. to <laughs> pound the shit out of some people in January. <laughs> he had, uh, yeah, he had two fights in one game. I think it was against San Jose last year. Do you remember uh, that yeah. game now? I, it's it's in there somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Here, let's. Uh, yeah, well, you pull that up his, here. His, uh, the Ronarchy says, glad I could record. stop by tonight. You guys are great. Thank you, Ronarchy. You are great for Thanks, stopping man. by. Um, Sorry, go ahead. I thought no, that would take good. you longer uh, to pull up. <laughs> yeah, no, I, it was like loading as. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, Sam Carrick last season had 11 fights. Uh, okay, sorry. He had three before we went into 2022. So he had November 26th, uh, December 17th, and then December 31st, where he fought uh, Austin Watson, Johan Larson, and Braden McNabb. Okay. And then, yeah, sure enough, January hit. So that, yeah, three out of 11 of his fights were in, like, the first three months of the season. Yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, January 14th uh, fights uh, Brandon Duhame uh, from Minnesota. Then he fights uh, Nick Foligno in uh, Boston there on the 24th. And then takes a little bit of a break in February. You know, Valentine's. Got to feel feel some love mm-hmm. a little bit. Uh, but uh, that's also around... You're getting around the trade deadline. And who did we lose but Nick Delorier. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, March hits. Uh, he fights... Foligno again. Um, <laughs> <laughs> then he fights uh, Jeffrey Veal for San Jose. And then, uh, oh no, it was against Nashville. Yeah, and then March 22nd, he what, fights... Sorry, what was his name? Jeffrey Veal? Yeah. Was his name Jeffrey Beef before then? And then uh, <laughs> Carrick pounded him into some nice tender veal. Uh, actually, on Hockey Fights, uh, voted winner was Sam Carrick at 75%. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> 
Um, and then, yeah, in the, the game against Nashville on March 21st, he fights not just Mark Borietsky, uh, or Borea, uh, Borowiki. Fuck. I, the, you know, I always remember to say it was like Borowichski. Like if you go Borowitch, to your buddy okay. and you're like, Hey, I, I only have one ski. Can I borrow one? And they're like, Borowichski. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's right, okay. but that's how I say right. it. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, and then uh, he he also fights Tanner Janot. So yeah, he fought Janot. Sorry, he fought Janot in the first period, and then he said I hadn't had enough and fought uh, Wichski in the third. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so there's his two there, um, and then. Yeah, what, five days later, he fights uh, Jonah Gajovic, I think, for San Jose. Um, mm. And then uh, to wrap up the season, April 1st, uh, fights uh, Michael Carcone there. so Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, he just took off last year in the New Year's. So. Yeah, so we're in for a, a, a treat here with... Sam Carrick is what you're saying. We're it, we're gonna see some. Uh, some hopefully knuckles. we got some. Yeah, hopefully we got some decent knuckles. And you know, here actually, I'm gonna take a look at the voted. which is good considering everyone thinks we're soft as shit. Yeah, I'm I'm taking a look at the at the voted here and seeing out of those 11 fights last season, how many he he the the people think he won. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, one two. Um. Oh, for some reason there was no. Okay, there's just no votes on the fight against Braden McNabb. Um, oh, okay. Okay, so one, two, three, four. Now nah, he only won four out of ten voted uh, by people. So. That, that's because people hate the ducks. So yeah, he, yeah, he won in our hearts. That's what matters. But yeah. Anyways, I mean, I mean, he, he did. Back, so. He did lose to Carcone in voting. Who is an Arizona Coyote? Oh yeah. By like at seventy one point four percent. Anyways, yeah, yeah. Glad to have Sam Carrick back. Uh, we also called up Drew Hellison, defenseman there, twenty year old that we got as part of the Josh Manson trade in um, last deadline at the, tra- at the deadline. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, thank you. Twenty twenty three. Oh, a twenty twenty three second round pick also. Uh, came along with that there. So, uh, yeah. goal and two points with San Diego in 13 games played, as well as uh, 16 penalty minutes. I remember the scouting report on Hellison was um, essentially Josh Manson light, like big guy, not afraid to throw his body around. Like, yeah, that's that's kind of it. So, um, promising, promising. Yeah, and uh, that was done, uh, assuming because Kevin Shattenkirk was placed on IR. Uh, last played November 9th against Minnesota. Not really sure what happened besides that it is an upper body injury. Or sorry. Oh, no. This one is a lower body injury. My bad. Yeah. Um, bolio is an upper body injury. So Okay. But no IR for him yet that I could see. No, I haven't even seen like day to day or anything. So Yeah. But so it, it's... It, it's obviously not a healthy scratch because he's got upper body. So it's weird. Yeah. Very weird. It's also just still weird that I guess we didn't try to pick up anybody to replace either of these two guys. Anyway, yeah, whatever. I don't know. I've already gone down that path of like, what, like, what are we, what are we doing? So, yeah, uh, but yeah, those are uh, all the various transactions that have occurred. 
since our last episode there. Um, I guess with Shattenkirk being placed on IR, was that retroactive to? Uh, no, that certain didn't, date. It didn't, or... say, it didn't say retroactive, so it would it would be to that mm. uh, that November. Excuse me, ninth game. So, okay, yeah. So it's going to be a week on IR there. So not not super promising. I mean, obviously Shattenkirk is Shattenkirk, but like he is still a veteran in the NHL, right? So it's yeah, his his presence will and obviously has been missed. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's uh. Yeah, going to be interesting to see what comes out about him there. Got a comment here from the Ronarchy before we move on. Have you guys done a deep dive on San Diego prospects recently? I am new this season to the pod. Uh, well, welcome to the pod. I'll search it out uh, yeah. if you did it a few months ago. Um, not uh, have we done we, one on we did like we, we did, did kind of a a touch on the prospects. Us not being, I guess, if you're new to the pod, we aren't actually in California around the Anaheim area so we don't get to see as much of like the gulls um but uh we do try to keep up with them so uh i guess this is a cool transition to go into our gulls update we do try to keep everybody just up to date on how the gulls are doing kind of top players and that um mm-hmm. we do it every wednesday with these live episodes so there you go yeah. yeah and we will be doing a we will be going to a san diego gulls game in calgary um when they visit the Wranglers in, oh, I guess that's that's in December, right? Yeah, next month. Or for us. or is that the NHL game we're going to? I don't. No, the NHL game we're going to is in March. Okay, so yeah, the so Ducks we'll get to see them in person. Each and... other at like the end of the year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's what I thought. But yeah, so we'll have a um, yeah, we'll have a, a bit better of an idea then as well. But um, yeah, but yeah, we'll get, we'll get in into person. the uh, yeah, we'll get into the San Diego Gulls right now. So that is a... Oh, I forgot to add the key to my keyboard. I even made a note about it. Uh, <laughs> oh, the gulls. Okay. Down the... Yeah. Here, I, I'll just do it. I'll just do it. Mine, 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 mine. There we go. <laughs> Perfect. I'll just clip that and put it on the keyboard now. <laughs> That's all we need to do. Then we don't get copyrighted. <laughs> uh, I mean, if we they... haven't... For all the sounds that we haven't gotten copyrighted for, I don't think we're going to get copyrighted for that yeah, one. Yeah, no, we'll be fine. <laughs> um, I don't know, man. Power of Disney. Big, uh, big mighty mouse there will crack down on that hard. But, anyways, I sorry, I, I, okay, sorry, really quickly, side note, not part of the show. Um, my phone lit up, uh, looks to be about 50% at, uh, Walmart Canada right now for the new NHL game. Oh, Black Friday. Yeah. So, I'll spend. I'll, I'll maybe spend half the money on, on the <laughs> yeah. Joke. Yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> Just to have it. Yeah. Uh, so the girls, uh, they lost two nothing to the Bakersfield Condors last week, uh, but then made up for it with a four one win over the Ontario Rain. So uh, yeah, win and a loss, not bad. I mean, a two nothing loss isn't like the most egregious either. So yeah, overall pretty yeah, good. Too wild. Um, next up, they've got games, uh, actually tonight as we're recording this, the 16th against the San Jose Barracuda. I heard Nate typing, so I'm assuming he's pulling up a score from that so we can give uh, a No, I was actually trying update. to, I was actually shopping on more. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I can't double check though what the score is currently. It's, it's not going like anywhere, just... Nate. 
It's the, 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 NHL Friday, 22 is not the, going all anywhere. Of, all of the online codes might be gone, Carter. You don't know. No, I d- there is no way. And also, it's not even Black Friday. It's literally like a week and a half before. It's not going anywhere. Why you have to call me out like that, man? Come on. Well, I was like, oh, Nate, he's, he's just on top of shit. Like, I'm talking about this, and then he's going to hit me with the score. And then, no, you're just li- like, why did I think that that's what you were going to do? I know you. I know that you were shopping. I, like, I'm not um, even surprised. Okay, but... Okay, where do, where do I find it? Because what I'm looking at right now, I guess, is not... Oh, wait, no, here. Uh, the AHL. Let's just try the AHL website. Um, I'm assuming that's where you find it normally. Yes, uh, it is. Okay, it's currently tied at zeros. We're halfway through the game. Okay. Sounds good. <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> on the weekend, 18th and 19th, we will be against the Grand Rapids Griffins. <laughs> I think I know our clip. is. It is just me with a retail therapy addiction yeah <laughs> uh that's good I gotta at least I, at that. least at least i get at least i get deals on the retail therapy that i'm doing that's true you're a smart shopper yeah um i am a smart shopper yeah 18th and 19th is that uh at home against the grand rapids griffins i i believe so Sorry, I thought I had that in there. I normally put like the at or... Or the verse, uh, yeah. Yeah, sorry, that's my bad. That's um, no, all good. I, it says versus, but I just want to double check because there's no ats. So. Uh, yes, that it, those are back-to-back uh, home games, yes, against the Griffins there. Okay, cool. Yeah, and then... And then uh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, and then they'll also be at home against the Tucson Roadrunners next Wednesday on the 23rd. Yes. And in terms of the overall team... They are ninth in the Pacific Division in the AHL out of 10 teams. So not fantastic there, but they had a pretty slow start to the season, to be fair. So, yeah, they, I don't know, did they do, uh, yeah, they do last 10, although I guess they have only played 13 13 games. games. Yeah. Yeah. Four, six. Four and six record so far. I don't. It it seems like they're trending in the right direction. Anyways, yeah, it is starting to get a week bit to week. So, yeah, so things should be okay there. Um, I mean, they're seven points back from the first place Colorado Eagles. So like, it's it's not too far out of reach, right? Yeah. But, so it's possible. It's definitely possible. And then uh, Nate, you got some stats here from the players specifically. Uh, everyone's doing. Yeah. I do. Um, I am just, I realized what I had thrown into the outline is actually just goals overall. So oh, yeah. let me well, pull up that's the good points. Too. Okay, here we go. I got points here for you, though. Perfect. That's what we normally do. Yeah. So Rocco Grimaldi is currently leading the team still in points. He's got five goals and 10 assists for 15 points. Uh, Nicholas Brilliard has 13 points. Uh, uh, ben Grew there has 12. Daniel Reagan with 11. And uh, Braden Tracy with seven there. And uh, nice. what was the notes that I had there? Grimaldi is currently eighth in AHL points and 13th in assists. So yeah. Grimaldi still hanging in there for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, 1.25 point per game pace. Yeah, be, so that's, that's all right. Good. Yeah, uh, And then, yeah, goalies, uh, Lucas Dostal is putting in the work. He's played 11 games so far this season now. <clears throat> Excuse me. 
Still just has the one shutout, but a 2.74 goals against average and a 9.18 save percentage. So it's definitely looking a lot better now for yeah. Lucas Dossel than it did like two weeks ago, even. Oh, for um, sure. I mean, guys bumped his... that up like almost by like point, like by like 40% almost. So, or yeah, not 40%, like... sorry. Um, like 40 uh, percentage points, like points, I guess. Yeah. Four yeah, I, I know what you mean. There you go. Yeah. Um, um, and, I, and his goals against average, I feel like, is like a whole goals against oh, it's way better better yeah, yeah like it, I, I feel like it was like a 3.7 or 3.8 or yeah something just like a, that, so. just a couple couple games there that uh either he had some more support or uh he kind of pulled himself out of a hole so it's looking good yeah a little uh, close, probably Ol- yeah Ole erickson x played four games this season uh has a 3.82 goals against average and an 884 save percentage right now so yeah not bad, considering like he's he's only played four games, so there's lots of room yep. to improve that. And like we said before, still better than the empty net with a, a zero save percentage and on eleven point four seven goals against average there in uh, ten minutes. So I don't know why we keep playing this empty net guy even for ten minutes. Like he's just <laughs> bleeding chances, but whatever. I, I, I'm not an AHL coach, so <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> um, oh, sorry. It just clicked into me, actually. So the Ron Arkey had just uh, made a comment. Just He's uh, going to go walk some dogs, uh, but he'll finish uh, this lesson when the pod releases early in the morning. And uh, uh, you guys keep up the great work. Uh, go Ducks, go. And Carter for tonight, go Oilers, boo Kings. Um, oh, yeah, sorry. Kings. I, yeah. I just I just recognized the handle as well. Yeah, uh, the Ron Arkey has been active with uh, our, our social media, especially oh, on Twitter yeah. there, for sure. Oh, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, it, it took me a split second there to clue in. So Yeah, it happens. Enjoy walking some dogs. It's always a fun yeah. time. Uh, okay, we've got a couple upcoming games to talk about for the Ducks now. Thursday, uh, potentially when you're listening to this, if you're listening to the audio the next day here. Uh, Thursday night uh, at Winnipeg will be a uh, 5 p.m. Pacific start there, so 7 p.m. local time. Jets having a pretty solid start to the season, way better than a lot of people expected. Nine, four, and one record, five, one, and oh at home. So uh, going into a tough building there. Seven, two, and one in their last 10, and good for second in the central behind, I think, just Colorado. Is that right? Uh, behind mm-hmm. Dallas, actually. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. Colorado's in the central. A little lower. That's right. So, I so, mean, eight, five, and one is not, not, not much. To oh, like, nothing to scoff at for Colorado. But. No, definitely not. <laughs> I, I would never it's, disgrace the defending Stanley Cup champions like that. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, they've, uh, they've been doing all right. It's amazing what happens when Blake Wheeler is not your captain. Ooh, shots <laughs> fired. Pow, pow. Damn. <laughs> um, no upcoming, or no, sorry, sorry, no back-to-back situations there for Winnipeg. Let's see how our score prediction spreadsheet's coming along here. How we doing? Um, so, I mean, just the one game there against Detroit, neither of us got the score or the team right. We had no faith in the Ducks. <laughs> in the, in the Ducks game's Detroit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Winnipeg. Uh, do we continue to not have faith against the Jets here? or Against, or the, Win- the Ducks? against Winnipeg, I don't have faith that team is seven two and one in their last 10 their goal differential is a plus 10 on the season and at home they have only lost one game this year so mm-hmm. i'm oh 
I, I can't see this the spreadsheet offhand. I this might be the oh, sorry. biggest. It's okay. I got it down the here. There it is. Biggest <laughs> spread that I put for this season. I'm not oh, boy. sure. I'm gonna go five two Winnipeg. Uh just because this is a team that has been going off a little bit and yeah. You, you still can't uh, – ah, what's the word I'm looking for? You can't go wrong with Connor Hellebuck still between your pipes. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, you did have a f- 5-2 prediction against Tampa and a 4-1 against Vegas. So similar spread oh, there. Oh, okay. Do you, want, yeah. do you want to go more egregious? Do you want to say 6-2 or 5-1? No, it's like 5 no, He's going to stick 5-2? Okay. Yeah. Um, I, I, I want to look at one other – Shifley can only play in the offensive zone for so long. What's that? <laughs> I said Shifley can only play in the offensive zone for so long. I mean, yeah. He doesn't play defense for shit. Yeah. Um, I love how I'm just go. taking shots of the Jets, and um, but they're sitting like second in the fucking central. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so they've got nine wins, five regulation wins, nine regulation overtime wins. So... Um, so I guess that means they're four and one in overtime. Mm, so yeah, we, we maybe don't want to test overtime. them in overtime. <laughs> uh, do we? Do we? <laughs> We're five for six. Yeah, but they're four for five. Mm, fair enough. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. I don't know. Sorry, I thought, you, yeah. I thought you had said they were four and five. Oh, no, sorry. Um I was like, damn, okay. I might have. Uh, they're actually going uh, for I'm a lot of overtime games. No, Jesus. no, no. Yeah, so... Uh, do I want to be different for the sake of being different? Or do I want to go for the the easy points, potentially? <laughs> that sounds so bad, but... Uh, you know what? I'm going to say... I'm going to say 6-1 oh. for Anaheim. I'm kidding. Oh, okay. I'm, no, I'm saying for Ant. No, it's for Winnipeg. Just <laughs> <laughs> wanted to give you a little bit of a roller coaster ride there. <laughs> Let's see. You're fucking then, worried there for a second, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> because you know, if Winnipeg wins six one, then I'm happy because I got the prediction right. If it's literally anything else, then I'm happy because the Ducks exceeded expectations. <laughs> Uh, Kevin chiming in on the chat, pooping in on my lunch break again, boys. How we doing? Nate, that's just popping. Oh, it does. Popping I, in. I have my glasses and I still can't fucking read. <laughs> to be fair, I, wish I it did. Said pooping now, though. <laughs> to be fair, I thought it said pooping on my lunch breaks. How we doing, boys? But um, but yeah, popping in. <laughs> Kevin's just getting into the chat and he's just like, already, what the fuck are these guys? All? Yeah, I promise you, it's nothing. The the next thing that pops up, Kevin has exited the chat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Kevin has blocked you on YouTube. <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh my god. Um, yeah, you you almost had me trying to find Arkham Asylum there for a six one Anaheim prediction. Yeah, Jesus no. Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. Okay. We, okay. We got, we got that. So the next game, uh, <laughs> against the St. Louis blues on Saturday, that is a 5 PM Pacific time start. Um, the blues are six, eight and O on the season ninth in the wild card spot. Currently in the West, uh, we are 10th in last there for that. 
Um, the Blues are two, four, and zero oh at home in their last ten. They are three and seven. Carter, we'll start with you this time. What is your prediction? I will say also that while the record doesn't, oh shit, Kevin's on the server. Ah, <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> there goes one of our loyal viewers. <laughs> Got rid of him again. Um, <laughs> even though their record looks bad in, in all aspects, they are on a four-game win streak. St. Louis is um, against not awful teams either. If I am right, Ryan O'Reilly has actually done shit again, which makes me glad I kept him in fantasy and I yeah, picked him up here. in a, the league we're facing each other in, and he got a shorty tonight. So that is a uh, nice bonus there. But and I mean they've they beat San Jose at home, then they beat Vegas three two on the road, Colorado three two on the road, and then Chicago five two. To finish up their road trip, three and zero, and that was just tonight against Chicago as well. And then they face Washington tomorrow. So, yeah, I mean, it's against like pretty decent teams too that they've got those four wins. So, and, and yeah, bad they're, teams they're, as well. They're a, a mix way, of both. Yeah, their away record is a lot better. Their away record is five four and zero. Yeah. So my yes, they've played more games on the road this season, but they're at least winning. They're they're winning games on the road comparatively. I I do remember too. They started the season like super slow. Like they had like a couple games in the first week, and then they had like a game the next week, and then like yeah. a couple games the next, and then this week they've just been playing catch up. So maybe they're trying to maybe they're kind of getting into a, the swing of things again. Um, anyways, to actually get into predictions here. You know, I think because you know because we play them again next week, like they're the, literally the next game after. This isn't a weird glitch. Yeah, two days it's, later it's at St. Louis, <laughs> at St. Louis again. Um, I think uh, I'm gonna go a little ballsier with this first prediction, and then see what happens for the second one. I'm gonna say. Three two ducks. Ooh, Obviously okay. in overtime because we're not going to win a one goal. Yeah, we're not going to win a regulation. But, yeah. I I am not predicting a regulation win until I fucking see one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, what do you think, Nate? Uh, I am. I'm not sure if I'm currently frozen to you. You are. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's okay. I, you look super majestic, though. Perfect. I'm glad. Um, <laughs> I am just pulling up to see the blue goaltending situation. Obviously, you have oh Thomas. Okay, how's how's Gracie? How's Gracie doing this year? Eight ninety nine save percentage. O three and O in four games. Okay. Okay. Now let's just compare that to Bennington. I'm just doing everything off my phone because my computer is not wanting to cooperate with me right now. Fair. Okay, Bennington seven five and zero with a nine oh five save percentage. Okay, now let's just double check one more thing here. Of course, we're heading to Money Puck to look at the goal save above expected. Yeah. My favorite stat to look at. <laughs> oh, we're getting that, we're getting intense on this now. Yeah, this is just going to determine how I think that not just this game, how I think both can go. Okay, because I, I I have I have a game plan here. For the Anaheim Ducks. I have a game plan. Okay. I just have to make sure that the game plan in mind can work. 
Okay, so Bennington is currently rocking a negative 1.1 GSAX. And Grice is at a negative 1.5. So running about even, even though Grice has only played four games and Bennington's at 11. Whenever we talk about the St. Louis Blues, I always ended up talking about Jordan Bennington or we end up talking about Jordan Jordan Bennington. Yeah. What's the one thing that we're normally talking about at some point in the conversation? If he's going to fight somebody? Exactly. Now, you know another goalie that's a little feisty in the NHL? and Specifically in the Pacific Division here. Who's somebody I might be thinking about? Uh, I'm going to guess because we're the Anaheim Ducks podcast. It's uh, John Gibson. Correct. Now... Who had playoff aspirations going into this season? And who's more likely to still, even though we're both dog shit, let's be honest, right now? Probably John Gibson. For more playoff aspirations? For more? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'd go the other way. I'd say St. Louis. Like, <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, no, I, thought you meant, I thought you meant on the team specifically. Yeah, St. Louis. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, no, no. I meant, yeah, I meant yeah, yeah. as a team. Yeah. Okay. As a team, my, yes. St. Louis. Yeah, absolutely. Here's my proposal. Because Jordan Bennington is a fucking idiot, and we all know it, <laughs> uh-huh. he's bound to do something here at some point, right? He Like, he's already done it. Uh, I think it was against the Islanders with Sorokin, and he did, he, did, he did something else as well already, like this season. We're halfway through November. And every time we talk about Jordan Bennington, I'm saying this guy is looking for something, right? He is looking yeah. for a fight and somebody needs to give it to him. I have offered to the Anaheim Ducks even to fill in as an emergency backup. <laughs> I don't care if I get my teeth rocked. Well, my my parents probably might with uh, my braces bills. But um, yeah, you know, I, I'm I'm willing to take that just to get it off of Jordan Bennington's chest. So that everybody does not have to deal with his bullshit anymore. Because, <laughs> like, like, you know me. I'm, I'm not much yeah. of an Evander Kane fan. Mm-hmm. But I did see the clip even of Bennington punching Kane as a defense mechanism. Not that Kane was coming after him. That Kane was going in for a scoring chance. Just bopped him in the chin with his blocker. Yeah. My proposal. As soon as Bennington does something because we know he's going to whether it's he gets just a little bit into a scrum or he does his intermission antics or whatnot john gibson buddy i fucking love you i know it doesn't always sound like i do but i do but gloves off go give the guy what he wants go give the fans what they want and that's a goalie fight You'd love to see goalie fights. But go rock his fucking clock and you can take both games for certain at that point with Thomas Grice, (laughs) I'd like to say. Yeah. So with all of this hypothetical in mind. Okay. And even then, hmm, I don't know. The Blues are turning it around. Oh, this is actually kind of difficult because even when teams are lower but still above Anaheim, they still like to play down. Damn, okay, I, I was like so hyped up for this, and now I'm like, shit, I don't know which <laughs> way to go. Uh, 
I, you know what? I'm no. I'm going to stick to my guns. I'm going to call an Anaheim win. I think it's still going to be a close one. I'm going to call it two one win. Two one. Okay. Gibson Overtime has been or just two one. Well, I mean, because... yeah. I'll just yeah. I'll just say two one in general. Um, well, I mean, the Ducks aren't going to win without it being in overtime. So, yeah, it's implied. Enough. Yeah, um, yeah, it's implied. But uh, yeah, no, I think like Gibson has been playing better as of late. Mm-hmm. So he's, he's, I, that consistency has been coming yeah. back. He's had stinkers here and there. No, we just have but... to. We it's it's Dallas Eakins and the rest of the coaching job, coaching staff's job to make sure that consistency stays. Is the thing so? It, yeah. But. Okay, so those are upcoming games and predictions. We got a question from Kevin here that sent me down the rabbit hole of trying to Google search this. Again. Should we try to uh, find this again? <laughs> I did. I still haven't found it. Uh, but he's asking, y'all think this OT win thing is yeah, some kind of a record? Somebody, somebody, had somebody's got to have it. Somebody had it on Twitter. Let me. It was either uh, it was Woodling or I, I think it was Woodling actually. Um. Okay. Yeah, because it, it keeps trying to give me like winning streaks, and I'm like, no, winless or like regulation winless streaks, or without a regulation win. I don't want winning streaks. And and so like now I just gotta know. Otherwise, I'm gonna be up all night trying to figure this out. I feel like I saw that it was twenty. Is the like I said, it was tw- I think it was twenty with the record by Arizona. It was like seventeen, oh. eighteen. I think is what it was. Yes. Yes, uh, here's an article, SB Nation from November 2017. Become first NHL team to go 20 games into the season without a regulation win. Um, they had their 11-game losing streak that season um, before they won their first game at the end of October, obviously in overtime. Um, another five-game losing streak, won a game. Yeah, so... I mean, at least so far, we've already got more games um, or more wins than the Arizona Coyotes did at the, that point, which is good. But yeah, really, we only need four more games because what we've played sixteen, right? <laughs> so, so what is that by like yeah. by next Wednesday? Uh, or I guess next Wednesday's game could next Wednesday's game could be it. Could it could tie? Yeah, it could tie. Right? Because we got oh. 17, 18, 19. Yes. And it, and we do Winnipeg, St. Louis, St. Louis, New York. And then to get the record, Ottawa. A one o'clock start on the... Oh, Black Friday. Yeah, yeah that, makes, that sense. makes sense. Um, So yeah, it's... <laughs> I don't want to say doable because it sounds like it's something you're try- like going for. But it's it's possible. It's it's not impossible that we yeah. could hit this, so yeah. Because I I doubt any teams come close to this since um, Arizona five years ago. There's no way. Like twenty games without a win, yeah. Regulation win is impressive. So yeah, I'm double checking if it was CJ there. Oh, okay, so we can so, like somebody there credit. had it. Somebody yeah. had it. Yeah, so. In in terms of Kevin's question here, is this some kind of record? We're getting there. It's up. Yeah, there we're for sure. we're getting we're getting close. We've got to be second, maybe third at this point in 
games to start the season without a regulation win, which is uh, not great. But I mean, at least we've got some wins. It's uh, good enough for uh, respectable last place in the league, not embarrassing last place in the league. Yeah. So. Um, oh, okay. I wasn't. It wasn't. Uh, wasn't CJ. Uh, uh, Jake Rudolph. On, okay. uh, on Twitter had it. Um, gotcha. Yeah. So he's like, I think I, so I think I found the record for the most games to start a season without a regulation win. The Arizona Coyotes of 17, 18 went 20 games before recording one. Hmm. It could very well happen. Yep. Which is interesting. And yeah, like uh, I know you just jumped in, Kevin, but we talked off the hop of the episode a little bit about this and um, it would be wild. And, we were trying to debate if it would even be possible for the Ducks to get into the playoff spot without a regulation win, just purely overtime wins and giving up those extra points to teams. Um, so, so definitely go back and have a listen to the first bit of the episode there where we talked about that. But mm. yeah, it's interesting. So, like I know we were talking about the wins and oh, hey, you give a team a point and that kind of thing. But think about it this way as well. You at this point, teams are looking where Anaheim is on their schedule and going, there's at least a free point because we have given every team at least a point that we've played this season. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah. That is like I like I know there's it's there's teams like for some of the bigger ones that are like, oh, there's Arizona on the schedule. Oh, free point night or that kind of thing. Well, like Anaheim is literally free point night right now until they get a regulation win. Yeah. Yikes. All right. Which uh, another way to look at that is no team has lost in regulation to the Anaheim Ducks yet this season. Yeah. <laughs> and no, no team wants to be that team either. So. And only one team has beat the Ducks in extra time this year. That's, that's a better stat to go with. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um yeah we've got uh we've got what's quacking here so let's wrap up the episode with that so i did kind of change it for you at least carter partway through um didn't but, notice <laughs> uh, so our buddy that was in the chat earlier there the ron Arkey, he had actually left a question for us on twitter oh nice so i thought Perfect. i'd answer it here or i thought we would answer it so it is a it's one question that has an A to D selection or A to D answers to fill out. Multiple, oh, multiple parts, not multiple choice. Yeah, multiple parts. There you go. Okay. Four-part four question. Yeah. So who is your favorite – oh, excuse me. Uh, so it's current duck, all-time duck, current non-duck, and all-time non-duck. I'm going to need that one more time, boss. <laughs> okay, so current, a? your favorite current duck. Okay. Current on the roster today. Duck. Okay. All time duck. Okay. Uh, current non duck. Non So the rest of the NHL. Okay. And all time non duck. Okay. And then all. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. I'm following now. It was yeah. just a lot of words. It was. That I couldn't <laughs> process at uh, 9 30 local time. <laughs> yeah, which makes me sound old, but here we go. Okay. Um, yeah, how about you start this off? We'll we'll go uh, 
A A B B. We'll we'll answer the same yeah. one same time. But yeah, what, who's your favorite current duck name? You know me. I like a little bit of flash. I like character, especially. I got it's mm-hmm. it's hard for me not to go with Trevor Zegris for this uh, for That's current fair. duck. So it's a it's a tight second though for Troy Terry. And yeah, I know those and, feel kind of almost like cop out like answers potentially, but like, but I mean they're fun to watch. Like, I love Trevor Zegers. <laughs> yeah, right. He's a fucking great like soundbite and like he is what I've wanted out of NHL players. Like when I talk about character, like mm-hmm. he is what I've wanted for so long at this point. Yeah. So and I, I'm gonna not like pick up the slack. That's not the right word, but I'm gonna. <laughs> Pick up, I guess, where you where you left off there with Derek Troy Grant. Terry. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with, with Troy Terry, he's got to be my favorite current duck. He's he just does like everything really well, and like obviously, I love Trevor Zegers and uh, and Drysdale yeah. and all those guys too. But yeah, Troy Terry for sure. Uh, honorable mention to Ryan Strom. He's a very likable player just in general, and I was very excited when he came to the Ducks. So there you go. Honorable okay, mention. Oh yeah, Troy Terry. Yeah. Here, let's go snake actually. So now you do okay. all time duck. I mean Well, I was like, can it really be anybody besides Getzlaff? But I guess it could. <laughs> <laughs> um uh, yeah, I gotta go with Ryan Getzlaff just for the, the Team Canada aspect of it as well. Yeah, fair um, enough. So yeah, that's yeah, Ryan Getzlaff. Just who like who else? Yeah. I'm I'm not sure off the top of my head who I have a tie I'll, I'll go tied for first. Okay. Good old Finnish Flash Timo Solani. Mm-hmm. But we know me and I love my goalies. JS Shiger. Loved yeah. that dude like That's a- well before like as I was kind of getting into hockey like he was a guy that I just I, I liked his style especially. His masks were always cool to me. Mm. He's a fun kinda, he was a fun guy to watch too. Yeah, he was. So and then and yeah, a, just kind of following him. Yeah, following him after the fact. Like I remember him getting uh like going to Toronto and whatnot and like how weird that looked and yeah. So yeah, I, I oh yeah, I'm I'm stuck between Solani and Jaguar. So I, I can't yeah. pick one right now. <laughs> That's fair. Uh okay, part C to you, Nate. Current favorite non-duck. I mean, this one's pretty easy. I got a few of his jerseys hanging up on the wall. Mark Andre Fleury, yeah. Flower, my boy. Yeah, so it's a, yeah, it's an love, obvious one. Love that um, dude. Love that dude. E- equally as obvious for me, it's it's Connor McDavid. He's the <laughs> best player in the world <laughs> on my other my other favorite team. So, uh, yeah. Easy one, and then this one. This is this is always the tough one. It's like, yeah, one of my one of my least favorite questions to answer. But uh, <laughs> and I probably never give the same answer every time. But um, but favorite all time uh, player, non duck. Yeah, I guess so. Not entirely all time, but essentially favorite all time player. Oh, I guess that's to me. Yeah. Yeah, it's you. <laughs> oh God. Um, Yeah, man, I really don't know. <laughs> Favorite of all time. <laughs> like, there's just so many good players that have been around. Like, I don't know. I, I got to toss this to you if you have an answer. I got I to gotta think for like a couple seconds. 
I do, and this is not a player that I feel like a whole lot of people know about, actually. Mm-hmm. Buffalo Sabres, Taro tu- uh, uh, Tushimoto. I'm sorry, what? Taro Tushimoto. Favorite oh, all-time this... NHL player. Uh, fuck, is this the, the guy that, like, was made up? Like, he was drafted, yeah. but, like, never existed? <laughs> So if you don't know the story behind this, so this was a fictitious player that was quote unquote selected uh, by the Buffalo Sabres 183rd overall in the 11th round of the 1974 draft. Um, So yeah, it was basically just like a protest of like slow telephones and, uh, and long because like they, yeah, because the, the WHA, the world hockey association was going on at the same time. And so it was a way to almost it was Buffalo's way to combat the WHA from quickly figuring out who like the NHL guys were taking. Mm-hmm. So um that I was hoping you wouldn't pick up on that actually. <laughs> I'd be like, who the fuck I, was this guy? And I was just gonna like make up a couple like a bunch of numbers for him. <laughs> I yeah, I didn't uh I didn't pick up on it right away, honestly, but yeah, I got uh I, I did remember it now. <laughs> Uh, so. all, okay, all time non duck. Oh, that's not actually the answer you're going for. No, that's not the answer I'm going for. <laughs> if, if you if you had just left it, I would have I would have left it as is and seen like had people try to search it up or whatever. Yeah. Um. Okay. All time non duck. I want to go with flurry again, but that feels like a cop out at this yeah, right. point. Even though it is accurate. Um. Okay, all-time non-duck. Uh, hard for me not to say Jerome McGinley. Yeah. That dude That dude was class when he played. Still is class today, um, for sure. Yeah, I'd, I feel like I'd have to go with Jerome McGinley. That's the first guy that comes to mind, like other than Marc-Andre Fleury, I think. Yeah. Yeah, so. that's fair. Yeah, I think... I think I would have to pick um, probably Ryan Smith growing up as like yeah. an Oilers fan. He was just like, like not like everybody's favorite player, but like he was just such a likable, lovable player. He was fun to watch. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I'd say I'd probably have to go with that. Cause like thinking even back to like the street hockey days when you're like trying, you, you emulate your favorite player, like you're on a breakaway and you're like, trying to come up with a sick move and you're narrating your, your yeah. play as it's going on. Like that was always the guy that, uh, that I, that, chose. You, that you went to. Okay. Actually. Yeah. yeah. Okay. No disrespect whatsoever to Iggy. Can I change my answer? Actually, as soon as you said the road hockey thing, I'm like, actually, oh, no, sure. I know. I know who it is. Yeah. Guy was just inducted into the hockey hall of fame this last weekend. Lou, oh, Bobby Lou, Roberto Luongo. That's who there. I'm going with. There you go. Yeah. So the guy played on division rival for, well, I guess the Ducks too, obviously, but like growing up as a Flames fan and when both those teams were doing like decent at the same time, right? Like those games were always, uh, were always good ones to watch and whatnot. But yeah, Roberto Luongo, 2010 Olympic goaltender, um, gold medalist there. Um, holds the franchise win records for both Vancouver and Florida as well. Um, and uh, my Masterson Jr. were definitely styled after his 
um, his. So, and yeah, the guy's a the guy's a class act as well. Um, another good sound bite. If you if you haven't seen it, go and take a look at. Uh, I think it's like Roberto's, uh, or it's like Little Wongo's poetry or something like that. Uh, oh yeah, that he did with TSN. That was really good. And uh, yeah, definitely go uh, take a look at that. He wasn't uh, he he wasn't afraid of the cameras to say the least. So and uh, definitely spoke his mind as well. I was uh, was pretty honest with media. Um, the one that comes to mind right away is the uh, um, my contract sucks comment that he had. Yeah, um, there was like rumors around him getting moved or that sort of thing from Vancouver. So, but uh, yeah, I know I'd, I'd have to go with Roberto Lolongo actually. So. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. All right. Well, thank you for the question um, to uh, the Ronarchy. I know that you were in the chat, but you had to take off. So, um, yeah, I'll make at least part of this a clip for Twitter, so that uh, and we'll tag you in it, so that you can see that we uh, we did answer your question as well. Yeah. Um, so, thank you very much for it, and thank you to everybody else who listened. If you want to send us questions, you can do so at Quack Report Pod, uh, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Twitch, whatever platform you use. You can. I guess you can't DM on Twitch, but you get the point. Um, <laughs> at HockeyPodNet is where you can follow the network. And uh, you can also um, shoot us an email. I guess we can plug that too because we've <laughs> gotten emails before. Quackreportpod.thpn at gmail.com. Um, and then we also have a Google form if that's easier for you to fill out where you can there you go. drop us some questions, comments as well. It's, it's mostly for a survey that's down in the description. There you can do that. Uh, close it in a couple weeks here but we've got some great feedback so we very much appreciate it from everybody already uh, and if you want merch like the hat that Nate is currently wearing tqrshop.myspreadshop.com or .ca if you're in Canada we got some sick stuff that we've just dropped including the Mighty Collection um, which is obviously Mighty Colors so very fun yeah. there okay that's also down in the description I think that's everything Nate where uh, can people message you about um, how you picked three goalies for your favorite all-time players. <laughs> <laughs> but none I'm, I'm, of them were I'm, John Gibson as your favorite current duck. Uh, it's, it, but it's hard to go against Zegris. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. But like... Oh, uh, yeah, you can hound on me for being a goalie and liking goalies, I guess, uh, on Twitter <laughs> at Tate Namas, T-A-T-E-N-H-O-M-A-S. And if you probably more rightfully want to rip on me for choosing two Oilers as my other all-time <laughs> favorite players, you can do that on Twitter at Carter underscore Potts, P-O-T-T-S underscore 97. Thank you guys very much for tuning in. We will see you guys on Monday for another episode of the Quack Report. In the meantime, have a good one and go Ducks go. Go Ducks go.